You know you're created for more. Now let's do something about it. Welcome to Project You, the space for you to embrace the I can, I will philosophy. And finally, start making progress towards your goals, your dreams, and your desires. Be kind, supportive, and remember every day that the blueprint for you is within. I'm Cami Craig. Today, let's work on Project You. Hey, you guys, welcome to Project You with Cami Craig. So happy to say that I'm over in Hamburg, Germany right now, recording live with you. Uh, I, I, like I said in, in part one of Castles in Football, as this is part two, I, I dreamt of these moments and timing is everything, right? Everything happens for a reason. And everything that I thought of when I was a young, young girl and, and making sure that I never let go of that, making sure that I kept it right on the forefront of my, my head and my thoughts and my brain um, and, you know, never gave up. There's two rules in life. Number one, never give up. Number two, remember rule number one. <laughs> and that's what I did in this situation too. It wasn't always athletics. It was, it was my education. It was my career. It was my family. It was my kids. Um, and now it's, it's a different level. It's, it's a place that I didn't think I was going to get. And especially in my past life, um, because of the space and the place where I was at, you know, not, not truly being happy and, and, and being a provider and a protector of everything and in, really an alpha. And, but, you know, my feminine side, uh, didn't, didn't tear the walls down to do something like this because my alpha side, um, was dominant. And when I say that I could never leave the gym, you know, I really couldn't and nor did I really want to. Um, and, and not that I absolutely wanted to, I, I'm, I'm actually sad that I'm not seeing all my, my clients and my friends every day, but I realized today and I, and, and yesterday and the day before that I needed this, like this was, wasn't going to happen unless she put action to it, you know? And so as I look back on all the, all the efforts that I, I put into creating that packet for all my clients online and on site, uh, that made me feel very good. It made me feel excited. I, I felt the hunger and excitement of my passion uh, be drawn to a different level, which was nice. You know, not that that hasn't gone away. And if I can still be creative and level up on on that standpoint, that that's a good sign. You know, you're still learning. You're still pushing. You're still um, being eager. And so when I did that, and and you know, was in contact with every single one of my clients and all, I I. I let my guard down and I remembered that I made this manifest. I made this idea in my, in my head. I made this thought in my head and then it became a dream. And then it, you know, partially was a fantasy because it wasn't really happening. But you know what? Like I said, it's all in timing and, and the power of the tongue and the power of the word and power of the mind is my superpower. And quite honestly, it's yours too. And it's just a matter if we want to bring that out or not. Um, one of my best friends, Dulce tells me all the time, she's like, how you manifest and what comes forth on the other side of those manifestations is beyond what I've seen with any other person in her world. Um, they come true and I have to be careful what I manifest because, um, it could be negative as well. <laughs> be careful what you ask for, right? The power of the tongue is so strong. And so that's why I'm very delicate and I'm very, I'm very sincere uh, especially now with my words and, and, and what comes, what comes out of that, because out of the mouth is, um, a part of the thoughts and part of the heart, you know? And so I, I want my, I want my thoughts and my heart and my stance and my opinions and my, all the things I want it to be blended into positivity and good and goodness and, and kindness. And so I am thankful today that this is all blending and melding together from a young girl all the way to nearly 40 years 40 years old on October 6th, 6th of 2021 waited my whole darn life to get over here and again the timing was right i i'm beside myself i'm very tired i can hear it in my voice right now just speaking but I, I was telling Dan actually i'm like by the time we get used to this is going to be the moment that we leave here um, but, um, it's going to be all worth it. It already has been. I, 
I, I wanted to touch one more thing about manifesting, but my girlfriend that um, is one of my golden girls and she really, really gets me because she really has listened, you know, opposed to just listen to say something. She's listened to me. And she reminded me as I as I um, got over here with Dan through a, an Instagram message, she reminded me that nearly 10 years ago, her and I and this other beautiful human, Sabrina McCool, were all in Lululemon together and we were all very hyper-focused on our goals, one year, five year, three year, um, all the way to 10 year. And we, we were all sharing portions of our 10 year and... Andrea remembers the the talk of the castle. She remembers the talk of Europe. She remembers the talk of my family and all that. And she goes, I can't believe that you're there. And this is a dream come true. I just keep thinking about our goals, Lulu goals, the visions on my river deck with Sabrina. You wrote all about the castles. And she said that was close to 10 years ago. You should go back and see what you wrote. And I did before I left. And it was so bizarre because it was so right on minus being married um and and minus living in the house that I live in and stuff I gotta tell you one of my 10-year goals was to live on land I said and I actually put 10 acres live on land 10 acres with my dream home built the built dream home and um with my kids and and really living that outside life. And I was very descriptive on that. And I told Trey and I'm like, I did look back. And quite interesting enough, we have, we bought five acres of land um, earlier this year in April. And it's out in Verdi. And so when I looked at that before we left, and then knowing that the manifestations of, you know, the talk about Belgium in part one, castles and football, um, from that report in Europe and, and then even my heritage and where, where my bloodline comes from, which is, which is this region. Um, I was destined to be here, but I needed to, I needed to think about it. I needed to put thought behind it and I need to dream about it. And I need, I needed to never give up on that. Right. And so I just text Bodie at basketball tryouts. I'm gone for my kids for two weeks, you know, um, and I, I was just sending him these positive quotes. And one of them was, there's two rules in life. Number one, you never give up. And number two, you never forget about number one. <laughs> Rule number one, so you never give up. And I just truly, truly in this position, I never gave up, you know. And and then Dre and I started talking about the the power of, of setting goals and the manifestations and never disagreeing that this opportunity is really going to come. It might be, seem far-fetched because when I was in fifth grade, all this seemed far-fetched. Like, nah, no, no, no. But uh, me and Dre and I were talking about people really don't understand how really real this is. Um, hers is very similar to the more she writes things down and puts it in print and, and focuses on that and manifests on it. And for me, it's even praying on it. I know that the more that I put it out there, the more that I ask, the more that I, you know, want, there there is a huge probability that this is all coming true. And and so many things that we both have written down have have come to light. And so she says, write that shit down and manifest it. It's not as not always as easy as it unfolds because the path is as what we expect it to be. But man, it's awesome when it does align. Sis, I'm so proud of you and incredibly overjoyed for you. And I was just sharing with her, you know, she's going to go to Nicaragua and, and, and teach on goals and visions. And, you know, even going back to the secret and vision boards and stuff like this is a real thing, you know. And so I hope that, again, you know, part of part of, you know, castles and football is to chat about the power of the mind and the power of the words and the power of manifesting in prayer. I, I hope that you get inspired to do this. I hope that you do get a journal and write down your one year to three to five to 10 year goals and, and, and are able to look back on them. Because as I look back right now, it is all unfolding. And of course, I didn't think it was going to be 
this way when I was first writing them. I was going to be, you know, I was, I didn't write down that I was going to be divorced. <laughs> um, but I, but I must tell you that I was, I was thinking about how that would happen because at that time I was, like I was saying to you, there's, um, you know, the big affair going on and that hurt. You know, I knew my, I knew my soul was breaking. I knew that was part of me was, um, taken and, and it's tough to write that down. Right. And I'm just being honest now, but I'm telling you what, if you, if, and, and the power of my thoughts were real at that point, it was just a matter of time. Uh, but if you are in a challenging place and you need out and, and, and you need help, write it down, write it down, you know, and, and if you are a living soul and you are on your feet, it is your job and it is your obligation to help people that have fallen. And I'm, I'm so grateful for the people um, that feel that way because you are the ones that give light to others and hope to others. And I'm, I'm just going to say thank you. If no one said, you know, thank you to you, I'll say thank you for them because um, there needs to be more people like you out there. So with that being said, I am so happy. I am here in Hamburg, like I said, but backtracking, um, I got to tell you that traveling during this time through COVID was a little stressful. They had all these stipulations. They made sure that if you don't have a vaccination card, that you have a negative COVID test. And depending on what test you take, it has to be 48 hours before or 72 hours before and don't mess it up. Of course, we messed it up and we had to take another one. And so then at that point, um, you're, you get all the other documents that you need to download, that you need to secure yourself in with the, with the country of Germany. And then you have to secure yourself with the, with the city that you're going to be in. And um, I'm going to bounce around a little bit, but sure enough, today on, um, gosh, what is it? The 28th, so, or no, sorry, the 26th on Sunday is when I'm recording right now, but um a representative from the city of Hamburg called Dan and I and asked us what we're doing here and how long we're going to be here and we need to quarantine for 10 days. Well, the exemption was uh, for Dan because he is a professional athlete over here representing USA, playing the European League All-Star Game. Um, they're going, like I said, going to exempt him from this quarantine, but anyone that comes over here is going to get this call. And and I must say, the zookeeper's wife, I highly, highly recommend. We still haven't finished, finished the penis, but um, the zookeeper's wife, it, the time is in 1939, and the place is in Poland, homeland of Antonia Zabinski and her husband. Uh, the Warsaw Zoo flourishes under Jane's stewardship and Antonia's care when the country is invaded by the Nazis. Um, the couple are forced to report to... Um, the chief zoologist, which is Lutz Heck. Well, then it just goes on to this whole, whole story of how obviously they were, they were the keepers and, 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 and they had stewardship and care over the zoo. But when the Nazis came in and, and all those bombs dropped, that's literally what, what happened. It was bombs dropped and, and their life changed forever. Um, without giving you too much detail, they they did an amazing, very courageous thing and, and one of bravery, and they're, they're noticed for it to this day. But um, like I said, please watch it if I'm recommending anything, The Zookeeper's Wife and The Penis. But that got us uh, um, in a mindset of where we're going. And, of course, we, we're sitting here with this man and we're telling him, like, because he's telling us about, Germany and what what it what once was and how far they've grown and come and and in some of the stories and even my uncle Jim we call him Colonel he spent an immense amount of time over here during the war and he tells my dad stories all the time which my dad was telling me on the way over and then I was talking to my cousin and they lived over here in Frankfurt and um it's just kind of bizarre, you know, like once you start talking about things, um, then everyone has something to say about it. And you're like, gosh, man, this world is so huge. And, and then, you know, just a little bit more, I'm kind of rambling, but Andrea, 
um, texts me all that stuff about our goals. And then she's like, my husband's mom is the hotel Adlon. And it's a luxury hotel in Berlin, Germany. And it is so, so beautiful. It's old. It's actually, I did a lot of research on it. Um, the first opening was 1907. And then the current hotel that we're staying in started in 1997. The architect, the design, the construction. I don't know if you can hear that right now, but that's one of the trains outside. <laughs> I have my window open in the room right now. But, um, but the original hotel was one of the most famous hotels in Europe. It opened in 1907 and was destroyed in 1945. Is the Brandenburg Gate. And that Sunday when we woke up, I'll tell you about that night, but that Sunday when we woke up, um, there was the Berlin Marathon going on. I'm like, oh my gosh. And you know, you know me, shoot, I should be running this. But you guys, I was so tired. I was even thinking about getting up and watching them run in and all, but I, I just was out. Uh, but the Brandenburg Gate is right, the, right there as well. And if anyone... Um, even knows of this or has seen it it's it's absolutely stunning it's so beautiful it's one of the best known landmarks in germany it was built on the site of former city gate that marked the start of the road from berlin to the town of brandenburg um, which used to be the capital but this this um architectural style is is one of a kind and you can tell when you look at it it's so different it's so beautiful and it's 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 part of the culture here uh the berlin wall was right behind it and the history the political history um the the photos that come from this are are very very beautiful they're worth a search on google so i highly recommend that but i just thought okay this alignment is there too we wanted a good night's sleep we wanted great food we wanted um a sight to see and you know, you just flow from the heart. We're Google searching on the train where we're going to stay um, because we want to make sure that we're not, you know, making any um, decisions that we shouldn't be. Meaning, you know, if it were up to me right at that time, we would have stayed in Frankfurt, but we needed to get one more stop so we get closer to Hamburg so he can meet the team, you know, and just worked out. But with that being said, um, we, the night before, we um, checked in and we got to our room, took a shower, got dressed. And then I, I told Dan, I'm like, okay, well, I picked the hotel. You picked dinner. And he's like, okay. So we were searching, searching. And, and by this time, I wasn't telling Dan quite yet. I told him at dinner, but I was feeling faint. I was feeling sick. I was feeling, feeling run down. Um, not my immunity, just tired, you know? And along the way... I'm, I just let you know this too, but I travel with all my oils. I can see them right here. I travel with my diffuser. I'm constantly taking five to seven drops of on guard, on guard drinking tons of water, using our um, emergency airborne, all that stuff. I have my vitamins, but it just didn't matter when you're sleep deprived. And I was so excited. I couldn't even sleep when I should have been sleeping. But anyways, Dan finds this German restaurant called Gaffel Haas Berlin. And we walk in and there wasn't a lot of seats available. And Dan's like, can we sit at the bar? Sure enough, we sit at the bar. And one of my favorite things to do in life is not people watch. But I love my pastime and especially when I travel is to see how things are ran. I have an eye for marketing. I have an eye for businesses. I have an eye for service. Um, some people, like my sister-in-law, have an eye for food because she comes from a restaurant business. So um, you can see where I'm going with this. I, I just love the service in industry, and I, and, I, and I pay attention to the detail. Um, just like at the restaurant, I'm sitting at the buffet, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this rug identically matches all of these seats. And then the blend from the seats to, to the cream wall is perfect. It's, it feels good, you know, but I just get that deep and intricate sometimes. So when we're, when we're there, I just immediately couldn't get over how hard every single worker was working, um, how happy they were. And again, how hard they were working. And in America right now, there's, there's hiring now signs everywhere. 
we can't even keep everyone on 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 the job you know and payroll and so to watch this behavior in a totally you know different country I was smiling and I was like there's hope you know it's happening over here and they're going through COVID they're going through these times but it was just a different attitude and I know that there's a lot of places in Reno that I see that are working extra hard um, through this time and so May I just have walked in one of those? And and by a law of attraction, that's what we saw. But it it fired me up. It gave me more hope. It gave me more drive to go back home when we are um, ready to 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 work that hard and to be that passionate. So, of course, Dan and I meet the owners, and the owners are a husband and wife, and they work together. And she's a waitress. He's behind the bar and, and, and also serving, but, um, all the workers on the front line and all, all the, you know, the cooks and the chef are in the back, of course, but the system was symbiotic. The system flowed. The system had a beautiful, amazing vibe. And there was a lot of chatter between the, the husband and Dan and I, the, the wife was waitressing on the floor. So it was a little harder for her, but Um, We got to know his whys and his reason, and they've been open for almost 20 years, and they tried to go big and and have more restaurants, but, you know, they have a family, and with a family, they they can't just be everywhere and and be, be, be drowned by the money, you know, and the upkeep and all that, and, and, you know, the calls about the dishwashers broke, the chef didn't show up, you know, so then... So then they got to this place, he said, where they're like, you know what? This place is perfect. We're going to work this place as hard as we can. And, and, and he says they do so well. And they're more than happy. More money doesn't mean that they're going to be more happy. Um, to be comfortable and to be happy with their life makes them happy. Happy with their relationship. He even said, people ask all the time, isn't that annoying to work with your wife every day and to be around her every day? He goes, no, I love her. I love her so much. I want to be around her every day and I get to hang out with her every day. What, what's what's not better? You know, and, and, and they did. They, they had a really cool uh, vibe, just the two of them actually knowing that they were the husband and wife, the, also the owners and working like they were just, you know, part of the payroll. Um, and part of the hiring system, it, it seemed like that. No, no one was better than anyone, but you can definitely tell that he was the lead and everything rises and falls on leadership. So if he was working hard, everyone else was working hard. He did most of the dishes. I saw glasses and glasses build up right in front of me and he was the one that was getting his hands wet. And he was the one that was talking to everyone. He was the one that was pouring beer. He kept talking to us and it was reminded me of how we, we are with training. You know, Ashley and I are talking and then a client comes up, that client gets our attention over Ashley. And so we'll drop our conversation and then we'll talk to our client and we'll come back to that. But it might not be within the five minutes. It might be within 10 minutes or or it might be within 30 seconds, but it's a come and go thing. And I, um, he was doing that with us from the very beginning. And I was like, I'm used to this. I'm good with this. And, and he would always come back and start with conversation. And I'm like, this dude is multitasking to the finest and he's having so much fun and and if he had a bad day he's not showing it now you know he's putting his best foot forward because all these people walked into his restaurant for a reason the food was unbelievable i just wanted something salty i wanted something hearty i was buckling at my knees on the on the walk-in and i told dan i was i was getting very nauseous and all i knew that i needed was a good meal because you know, the mussels, the eggs, the grapes, all the healthy stuff that we're eating along the way um, was great. But when you're deprived of sleep, it just doesn't mesh well. So I catered and I, and I got the beef stew and it was delicious. And then I started talking to the owner about um, my, my girlfriend, which is actually turning 41 on October 1st, uh, Krista. They own Bon Bismarck and they own the chapel in Reno and Duncan and her had this vision to bring a German restaurant to Reno because there's not one and they've done their travels and, and, and they see the 
significance of that food type and that style to be in Reno. And I was telling him all about Von Bismarck. And, and he, he found joy knowing that there was something grand and great in Reno that um, is kind of mocking um, his style. And it was, it was really cool to be able to share that. And then he was talking about how they did a lot of time in Cologne and they were going to, they were going to build there and do a restaurant there and stuff. And, um, and that's what got us talking about Von Bismarck. But, um, it, it, and then, oh, I got to tell you this story about the beer. And then, so Dan orders one beer, I ordered a champagne and then we see the system going on with these little glasses and so Dan's like, what's going on with these little glasses? Like you are filling 50 glasses up. He goes, yeah, anyone that orders this beer in this glass, it's 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 a game or a system rather that they have. And everyone knows it that once you're done with this beer, if they see it all the way to the bottom, they refill it. Goes down to the bottom, they refill it. And you, you tap yourself out by putting the coaster, which I'm holding right now um putting the coaster on top of the glass and then that makes or that lets that waitress or waiter know or the bartender know that you're done you're tapped out well the cool thing about um this system that they have and how they keep track of your beers and how they charge you at the end is every time you get a new beer they just mark your coaster and so um he was showing us a picture of one of the guys the most ever beers drank, I think he started at noon and um, got done later in the night and he tapped himself out, but I think it was 48 beers <laughs> and it was all these lines and we were just looking at this picture, dying, laughing, but uh, Dan had, I think, six or seven beers that night and put his coaster on top and he was just, uh, by that point, like he had gotten um, a, a beer that wasn't a part of this. And so when we were being observant to what was going on, asked some questions, Dan got super hyped. He's like, I'm, I'm cool. I'm going to do this. And we were just talking, talking, talking before, you know, seven, six beers deep. But my joke is, um, when Dan holds these glasses, you couldn't even see the glass barely because Dan's hands are so big. But the owner said he likes to use those glasses because the, the, and they're small because the, the beer stays cold. And I was like, that's interesting. Like you have all this thought behind it, you know, and, and it's fun and keeps people going. And anyways, that was, that was pretty cool. And then, and then, uh, Dan wanted to bring the team back after the game on Sunday, but then, uh, he told us that they're closed on Sunday. He doesn't want to talk to anyone on Sunday. He just wants to be with his wife and his daughter and do nothing because they work so hard six days a week. Well, I'm here in Hamburg today after we traveled by bus um, to get here. And it's Sunday today, and there's a cup, there's all the gas stations are open, but nothing else was open other than, oh yeah, a coffee shop. I did go to a coffee shop today, but no grocery stores, no, um, no car dealerships, no hardware stores, nothing. I looked them all up because I need a converter. Um, for my computer and all of our chargers and stuff. Um, there's there's um, things that you don't know that you're going to run into. And when you run into them like this, you got you to gotta do something about it or else you're not going to have any charge on your system. So that's one thing. One of the, one of the quarterbacks on the team has a converter. So I'm using his right now. But um, yeah, just improvising as, as we go. But it's just really nice that Sundays are family day. And... I was walking around today. I did uh, 8.2 miles just walking. My back was just killing me. Um, from the tossing and turning, I didn't sleep at all last night. Uh, the time changed, probably dehydrated. The food, um, and like I said, just the lack of sleep. My back has just um, taken a turn. So um, when I got up, I wanted to go on a run, but I realized that my back was hurting so bad, but I just... I just walked Hamburg and I, I, like I said, I walked 8.2 miles and saw the coolest, um, houses and neighborhoods and the trees, um, the detail of these homes and the manicured homes and, and people walking around. You could definitely tell it was Sunday and businesses were closed. Everyone was riding their bikes. They were on foot, families pushing their babies in their carriages. Um, I just think that what I saw today was definitely a family day. 
um, here in Hamburg. And also today's a big deal. We heard from multiple people. Our cab driver was awesome. Um, from um, Berlin train station to Berlin airport, he got us there. As the roads were closed for the marathon and stuff, he took every side road he could. And the quarterback, um, John Booty, he he didn't even get on the, the bus because his cab driver got got hooked up in, in the bad traffic. So he had to just get on a train and get over here. So everyone was out of sorts because of that. But even the cab driver was saying that um, this was a really big day in Germany because it's election day. So they um, are really, really sad or very, very happy and they party. So <laughs> that was his choice of words. But um, it was just, like I said, nice to nice to see that there's family day here. And as I was walking, I heard these bells and I knew they were church bells. I hands down knew, but I heard it from afar and I'm like, I'm going to follow those bells because they're not stopping. And so uh, I walked about 3.3 miles to the bells and there was this church embedded into this beautiful neighborhood. And I swear, right when I got there, church started, the bells stopped and service was in. So that was really cool. And then um, Dan and the guys have been in meetings all day going over all their plays and everything that's going on for the week and, and the game and what to expect and all the stuff. So they've been in and out of meetings. And one of the last meetings, everyone's like, let's go on a walk. And and so I I got to take them on part of the walk that, that I went on because I was telling them about the neighborhoods and they wanted to see it too. And um, so they, they liked that and being able to to get out of the classroom today um, and, and seeing some of Hamburg, I, I bet was nice. And uh, Dan, to give you a report on him, he, um, his back is super jacked up. He, he we had a great night's sleep in, in, in the first hotel, um, Adlon, but we got here and, and the time change was just awful. And for us, we just started to feel it in the toss and turning and, um, Dan doesn't fit on this bed at all. So we're going to change, um, hotels tonight because he needs to get good sleep. Otherwise when he starts practicing tomorrow, um, this is all just going to catch up to him too. And he knows that this is not his first rodeo. So the comfort of a nice bed and a nice, a nice, um, uh, place to, um, rest and shower and do all the things, um, makes sense. So we're going to make that move tonight. And, um, but I got to say one thing that I adore about Dan is that wherever we go together, I feel like it's home. Um, he always puts on sleep music, you know, he's, he's, he, and I also have our diffuser going on and, um, there's this sense of peace when, when we travel, we've done a lot of traveling in the van and. And also, you know, like, I, like you guys know, we've gone to Hawaii and, um, now we're over in Europe together, but, um, no matter where I'm at with him, he is a very peaceful feeling and very safe feeling. Brain health is no longer only for those who are suffering from major psychological disorders. For many, COVID-19 has amplified these issues. Maintaining and treating conditions such as anxiety, brain fog, and mood swings is as simple as a checkup with brain health restoration. Mert Brain Therapy at Brain Health Restoration is the most current brain technology on the market. Mert Brain Therapy maps and treats your brain by using non-invasive magnetic resonance therapy that optimizes brain function. You'll see immediately from the Brain Health Restoration readings the condition of your brain today. As you have these treatments, you start to see changes. The brain starts functioning in the way that it's supposed to. I'm not anxious anymore. I don't have depression. I sleep better. I have this sense of peace. Take control of your brain health today. Visit brainhealthrestoration.com. Use the code CAMI to get 10% off your first treatment. I even said, I'm going to go on a run today. And he, and, or sorry, before we even got here, he's like, we'll, we'll talk about when we get there. Because he wanted to make sure that it was a safe place, you know, and there, were, there wasn't a lot of riffraff. And, and that was something that was on his heart and... In, and it was undecided, you know, but um, being here and seeing everything, it was 
and how many people and families and kids are running around. It just obviously felt right and it's good. And I didn't get a run in, but maybe I can get um, a run in tomorrow and start my workouts um, because I've never been this sedentary. I never, never um, have felt this much pain in my back, but I know that it's going to be better as I start moving around and stay hydrated and um, eating eating the good foods. And I got to tell you, when I went to the um, coffee shop today, uh, and and actually happy that it was even open, I realized that I was the only one American, and these people were not going to speak uh, English. And so I started researching and no and gaining some note cards so I could order my coffee. And of course, I like my coffee with almond milk and I like vanilla lattes and and it's just so different here, you know. So I had to show them a note cards and they don't have almond milk and it, it was, a ver- you know, their version of the vanilla latte and I'm like pointing at the vanilla, also showing my note card. And so there's this, you know, language barrier there and knowing Spanish um, a little bit rather and, and obviously English and nothing of German, that's could be intimidating to even come travel. But, you know, I knew that was going to be a thing and I just had to improvise and, and overcome and, and, and just immerse myself into it. So I just started watching YouTube videos and I've got the thank you, which is donkey. Um, hello is hollow. Hello, so it's H-A-L-L-O. Um, and anything else that I come up with, I'm just going to keep researching and showing my note cards if I don't know how to pronounce it. But, um, that's just, that's just one of the things that I decided to do instead of feeling the, the, the wall of intimidation to put me down and to disenchant me from indulging and also engaging into this experience. So, um, that was quite interesting, but the funny thing about the coffee shop is I couldn't wait to get some fruit. Like I was thinking of like human bean or Starbucks or grocery store with fruit, fresh, fresh something. And they had fresh bread. That's what they had. They had pastries beyond pastries. And I was laughing. I'm like, I don't know if I could do this pastry. Like, and also they're huge, you know, uh, but I saw this pretzel or pretzel bread like this pretzel bun and I was like oh gosh that looks amazing so I got one of those I got an actual pretzel and then I got a thing that looked like a cinnamon roll and Dan got really 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 um hurt from this sandwich when we were on the bus from Berlin to Hamburg with the team and I um oh anyways I had a sandwich and mine was decent and his was awful he got sick last night and just puking his brains out um because of that sandwich and so we were dying today because we were walking and we actually saw a sandwich that looked like that in one of the gas stations and I was like babe look at that sandwich he's like no I'm gonna throw up if I look at that sandwich (laughs) so he's never gonna do a sandwich that even looks like that sandwich it's very long kind of like a baguette looking thing but I gave him the pastry and he couldn't even do that and I knew that was fresh made, but um, you know how it is when you get sick off of food. You're like, I'm not doing it. And you're very scared to eat anything. <laughs> so, um, but he's he's okay now. He's getting better. He just needs a good night's sleep. Last night was um, miserable for him. Um, and especially when you don't fit on a bed. I, I think I can fit on any bed. But for me, um, or for him rather, it's pretty hard. But, um, and then... Uh, I'll leave you with this one last story and uh, I promise I'll, I'll record again. This is actually so fun to recap on the trip like this, but, um, so I'm moving. Oh my gosh, my back, you guys. Um, so the last thing is we get to Berlin and we're going to meet the team. And I kept telling Dan, I'm like, I'm just going to take the train. He's like, you're not taking the train. You're not, you're not going anywhere without me. And I'm like, okay, but. I just let you know I can and I'll find my way. I have the address and the whole thing and I I can get on the train and go. And he's like, nope. So anyways, we get to the airport and about a quarter of the guys were there for the first bus. And so we're all there and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm the only girlfriend. 
There's no wives. There's no girlfriends. There's no one. There's just players. And so I kind of step back and stand back and I'm, and I'm, I'm going over my dialogue with Dan about me getting on the train and getting there, whatever. And, and Dan's coach isn't there. And so Dan and his coach are very close. And, and so the director whose name is Rudy is there and he was, I mean, what he had done in the short time of less than a month to get all these guys together and answering every email, answering every phone call, every text messages, um, at text message, he did a phenomenal job organizing this. So he was there and he doesn't know I'm going to be there. Um, but, but he looks over and obviously I'm just posted up on this wall, staying away from everyone. And I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do. He comes over, he's like, what's your name? And I was like, Cammie Craig. And, and he's like, okay, I'm just going to put you on the roster. And I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, you're part of the team. And I look at Dan and he smiles and, I'm, and you know, I gave him the look, like I'm going to kill you. Um, so I'm the personal trainer on the team and I'm on the roster right now. <laughs> so I get on the bus with all these ginormous gancho football guys and, and, and I'm cool. Like I can deal with a lot of situations and I just put myself in there, you know, but in this one, I didn't want to, I, I, I didn't need to be that chick, you know, but sure as crap, here I am the only chick on this drive. And, and so the offense, um, coach is, is there. And I don't know that he's the, um, online coach, but he is making jokes. And he's like, if everyone, anyone has to go poop, you guys need to go back in the airport and do it in there. And I just turned around just to move. And he's like, made a joke like, oh, she's got to go. And so then the ice broke. I'm the only chick. I just turned around. I guess I have to go poop. So I have to go back to the airport. So we just have all had a funny, funny um, icebreaker right there. And if anyone's been on a bus in athletics or anything, it's chill. It's, it's um, the whole team wasn't there, you know, so everyone had their own seat and doing the thing and resting. I'm sure everyone just had gotten off the plane, hence that we're at the airport. But um, that's where a lot of the connection is and stuff. And so just watching Dan connect with the players and, and Rudy and one of the other quarterbacks was sitting right next to us and getting all of, he's from, well, he's living in Austria. He's from um, Florida. But, but you know, just hearing the experiences and the stories and their opportunities and what they've gone through so far um, was really, really nice. And, and everyone was very accepting. And of course, my brother's like, why are you on the bus? And he's like, I can't wait to hear this story. I'm like, I can't wait to tell you. But those are the experiences like Kellen and, and I were talking. He goes, those are the fun little experiences that make the trip um, the, the highlights, you know, and, and I'll never forget it. And just being the only one on this bus. But um, now that I was on the bus, I'm able to walk through the hotel today as they're coming in and out of their meetings and, and saying hi and giving them knuckles. And um, one of the guys helped me last night get on Wi-Fi. And, you know, it just it's really nice. Um, another service thing, going down to the hotel, asking for more towels. The guy didn't know where the towels were because he was just covering. Um, um, and some, the attendant needed help, whatever. But I ended up seeing him again. He saw me coming in and he ran um, up to me and gave me the towels. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, you didn't forget. And and he goes, no, I didn't forget. And 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 he was so happy and and brought me happiness that he that he remembered me, you know, so it's already such a great experience. And. I'm excited to get rest tonight and I'm excited to um, hear about Dan's week. He has a whole week of practice and they have they have double days and this is a mini camp that he's going into. A lot of these guys uh, are from the States and then uh, obviously they're all from the States, but a lot of the guys are playing over here as well. So they're being taken from their European teams. Um, and, 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 and being put on this U S team. So not all the guys will be here until midweek because there's some European championships or semi 
finals, all that stuff going leading into the championships um, today and tomorrow. I think Tuesday, something that I overheard from the guys too. So the full roster should be here by Wednesday and then the game will be on Sunday. So if you guys um, are listening to this before October 3rd, shoot me an Instagram message or an email or a text message um, and I'm going to get the link. I think the guys were talking last night when we're all hanging out um, about the game. I think it's going to be a charge of anywhere from 3 to $5 to watch a game and it's televised here in Germany. So that'll be really fun. And like I said, um, hints to the, the title of this podcast, uh, Castles and and football. I get to see Dan play football. I get a little other dream come true. One of my girlfriends, Julene uh, Burnett, she's like Martha Stewart in my eyes. She's, I thought I had it going on, but this girl's got it going way more. And I get to learn from her. But I got two jerseys. One, one, one is Dan's jersey from high school. It's his Reno High jersey, number 37. And it's red, white, and blue. So, um... That's the jersey that I'm probably going to wear game day. But she put she put nap on the back of it. And then I got another one from Big Five, a black one that I will wear during the day um, before the game. And she also put nap on that. And so I'm I'm totally going to be decked out um, as a crazy nap fan. Number 37. And he gets all of his gear tonight. So um, we'll see if he got we he got that number. Um, but yeah, so uh, I'll let you know about the link and all that, but he does have practice all week. He's had, I, I want to say four meetings in total today, which is Sunday, and it's just going to lead in strong to their practices. So like, like I said, this is why we're here. This is why we're, you know, got this opportunity to come over. So I'm going to embrace, embrace every single second of this. And then when we get to the other hotel and, um, you know, the days ahead, I'll be able to tell you and share with you all about that. Thanks for spending time with me. I am by myself right now in the hotel room um, as Dan's in his meetings, but and I got to walk a lot today, but it feels nice to reflect and, and kind of um, emerge myself into what we already did because quite honestly, I didn't know that it was going to feel like a dream as it has. And I think you know, being as tired as I was and being adrenaline uh, ridden as much as I was and put that all together, it wiped me out. And so I felt I felt like this was a foggy dream until I'm sitting here right now and actually going over all the details and um, even going to the gas station. And I, I like run to the bathroom because I have to pee so bad. And, and uh, there's a guy, there's an attendant at the bathrooms. And I was stared at him and he was like looking at me and said a word and and I didn't understand. And then he points to this um, place right, right to my right. And it was where you put coins in to pay for the restroom, 70 cents. And, and I saw that right before my eyes. I was all in German, but I saw 70 you know, and or sorry, 70 euros. And I was like, Oh, you have to pay to go to the bathroom. And, and I think that he understood me. And he's like, Yes, yes. And kept put, putting his finger right on the coin slot. And I was like, Okay. And Dan had all the money of the euros. And so I run back. I'm like, you have to pay to go to the bathroom. What? And he's and Dan was laughing. He's like, I know I just went and I was like, well, you got to tell me these things. Ran in there like it was hadn't gone to the bathroom could pee my pants so I go back and I go back there and I I had my 70 euros I put it in you guys I've never done this before right but a lot of people were laughing on Instagram like you're so funny this is your first time but wasn't that the cleanest bathroom you've ever been into yeah it's the cleanest bathroom I've ever been to um, and it better be the cleanest bathroom I just paid to get in and then I, you realize that that guy is constantly cleaning the bathroom uh, that was, that was the, you know, very helpful to me to help me understand that you had to pay to get into this bathroom. But I did learn from someone that if you ask for, if you buy something at the gas station, you can get a voucher. So if that happens again, which we did buy something at both places, 
I can get the voucher to go to the bathroom. So there's a first for everything. There's the first time being in Europe. There's the first time going to the restroom and actually paying for it. Um, yeah, there's first for everything. Well, like I said, you guys, I'm so extremely excited to spend this time with you and share all my stories with you. I recommend, I recommend uh, watching The Zookeeper's Wife and The Pianist. I also recommend um, looking up Brandenburg Gate. That's really cool history. And also, um, Hotel uh, Adlon is on my top, top list. Oh, I wanted to tell you, even the spa, we do we do um, a lot of hot and cold therapy on all of our trips. We just go find them. And this this spa that they had in the pool was was like the Pepper Mills spa. I'm not kidding you. And, and, and us as guests got all amenities. And all we had to do was walk in. And so the infrared sauna, the wet sauna wasn't working, but the cold tub, the cold showers, the hot showers, the hot tub with the huge, huge bubbles, um, beautiful pool. I'm not kidding you. Like Peppermill, I, I know the family and they're from Italy and they obviously were in, in their region and stuff. But gosh, Hotel Adlon did a very, very, very good job. And now I can see where that Tuscan look comes from and that Tuscan feel comes from um, over here. And, and it's in it's in the Pepper Mill. So I got to experience a really, really, really amazing spa uh, over here in Germany already as well. So Hotel Adlon, if you ever come over here, and then the, I was going to tell you one more time, the, the restaurant, which is Gaffel Haas Berlin, G-A-F-F-E-L Haas Berlin. And yeah, that's it. Oh, and a couple more, and I'll let you go. But Dan was laughing at me because I had no idea what the Autobahn was. And my dad even was chuckling at me. And so my favorite thing to do, I'm just a history history buff I'm always researching, um, and so that's why I do love traveling as well. And 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 so I was researching the autobahn, and we're we were looking up the top the top ten speeds that have that have been or been recorded, and that was really cool. But it, it reminded me of the Gaffelhaus Berlin, which is the restaurant that we went to, and we were talking, or he was talking about Das Boot, and I had no idea what Das Boot was. And so then he had to show me a YouTube video of of this chick uh, drinking the boot, right? And if you don't turn it, then it, I don't know, something with the air and, and the bubbles and then it smashes in your face. But if you turn the boot uh, just right, then it's a smooth flow of beer, whatever, weird game that these people play over here. But <laughs> I didn't know about that either. Did you? Okay. Well, that's it. I hope that you guys have a great day. Until next time, thank you so much. I'm the happiest. All right, bye. My obedience determines my outcome. My discipline determines my destiny. My faith determines my focus.